Welcome to STEAM State of Mind, your favorite source for all things STEAM education. This isn't just science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. It's a state of mind, a different way to approach education in the classroom. STEAM State of Mind! Enjoy these conversations with educators, students, and community members as we explore what it means to be in a STEAM State of Mind. STEAM State of Mind! everyone. We're back here with the second season of Steam State of Mind. We're at Oakview Elementary School here in Kettering. Hey, Bern. Hey, Carrie. How are you? I can't believe it's season two. I know. I know. And this is going to be an exciting year for the Steam State of Mind podcast. It's going to be great. And we had a great start to our new school year. And um, let's welcome our guests, uh, fourth grade teachers here at Oakview Elementary. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? I am Liz Goheen. I teach fourth grade at Oakview Elementary. I've been here since about 2006, but taught in Kettering at Van Buren prior to this. J.C. Armstrong. Um, I've been here, I don't even know how many years. It's been a long time. In Kettering, this is my 22nd year of teaching, but at Oakview, probably 14 to 15 years. And I'm Tracy Carmawega, and I also teach fourth grade here at Oakview Elementary, and this is my 19th year here, so all in fourth grade. Great. Welcome, everybody. And today we're going to be talking about engineering powerful possibilities, students as agents of change. Bern, why don't you start us off on what that mouthful actually means? (laughs) So this is something that we came up together as a team. Um, We spent the summer collaborating on what what can we do with the curriculum to make it more engaging, to make it something that the students were going to um, be able to solve a focused problem, an overarching problem for the entire school year? And so we took all of the um, different resources that we have in Kettering and looked at all of our standards and integrated everything together. And when we did that, it was so cool that things just naturally evolved and they naturally came about like, ah, you know, because we had one idea and then we switched it to another and another and things kind of evolved. But eventually we came up with being, you know, right now planet Earth is something that emotionally, again, after the pandemic and all of the things that's going on in our planet Earth right now, emotionally is struggling. And, you know, let's face it with the climate changes and all the things that are happening, it is, you know, struggling, you know, physically, if that makes sense. Well, boy, have we seen that this week. You just look oh. Texas, New Mexico, that area. Yeah, we've oh, certainly seen the impact of climate and so, change. So the students are going to um, be looking at that problem for the entire school year, that that's going to be our main focus. And um, we came up with um, five different topics that go with it and it's all standard based and using our resources and it's just absolutely amazing right now we just printed off it's like a 25 page document and it's going to get longer as the year goes through but um yeah it's really exciting it's an integrative approach it really is the steam state of mind so Liz, why don't you start us off um, talking a little bit about that collaboration this summer and and maybe even touching on the fact that that this project kind of started actually two years ago with with the fourth grade teachers here at Oakview. So talk about that a little bit. Okay. Well, about two years ago, um, we adopted a new language arts program, Wonders. And so 
we were trying to figure out, you know, how we're going to integrate that into how we teach science and social studies to try to get them, you know, a little bit more bang for your buck. And so the three of us sat down and started looking at the Wonders program and came up with some various writing prompts that we could do that tied in with our science standards. And then also we got Burn on board to do some STEAM challenges and things like that to kind of tie in the social emotional learning and um, just to kind of get the kids to work together and be able to go through the design process. And so we kind of tried to integrate those all at once. And we did that with two units. One was on animal adaptations and then the other one was with the um, plastic problem kind of going on in the world, and so that tied in with our energy. So that was the beginning. And then this summer, we wanted to kind of go into some more and see how else we could integrate wonders into some of the things we did. And it was more just first just trying to get a feel for our new language arts program. That's what really what we started out doing. And then it kind of grew into this I don't know, big adventure. <laughs> I don't know. It got kind of, but it was fun because it was, um, it just kind of came organically together. We had our gifted um, ed teacher too, Mrs. Brazy, was with us, working with us. So she came from that perspective. And we tried to tie in how else could we dif differentiate a lot of the things we were doing. Um, and so it kind of built. And then we decided, since Wonders went under these essential questions, we love those questions and how, so we decided to organize that um, in a way that kind of did the overarching problem that Byrne was talking about earlier on. I mean, some of the things that we have planned, these kids, well, we've already started because we're one week into the, yeah, are we one week? Oh my God, <laughs> well, time goes by. four days into the school year. Four days into the school year. <laughs> and we've already done several pretty cool activities to get these kids engaged and they they were just amazing. Mm -hmm. I was amazed of how well they did already, and um, and their level of engagement is pretty cool. I'd love to get into some of the specifics of of some of the the projects and and things you're going to be doing. But before we do that, and because we love to talk about this, because you know there there has been this sort of um, feeling among people in general that kids can't handle these big world problems and issues or kids can't understand that or or they're not capable of of doing something that's going to make a difference and I can tell just by looking at you guys faces that you're going to disagree with me on that and I hope you will <laughs> so tell our audience how you know your kids are ready for this kind of stuff this these big world problems that um, really do affect them and affect all of us I mean honestly I think um, when you look at kids, number one, and you present them with a problem right away, they are very opinionated about it. Um, and especially in this day and age when they watch things on YouTube. And I mean, like I know my son, the things he watches on YouTubes and, and learns nothing like what we did when we were kids. So they already are aware of these problems. And so they become opinionated and they want to put into action whatever their idea is. And when we're teaching them about STEAM, we teach them the four C's. So that's communication, collaboration, consensus. Um, cooperation. And cooperation, yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. And you really see those four C's coming into play when they're presented with a problem. And they're all trying to just come up with, right from the beginning, consensus, one idea of, you know, on how to solve that problem because they all have an idea and they all want to try their idea to solve it. And going through the whole process of a design challenge, um, 
just we're always wowed by the ideas that the students come up with to yeah. solve these problems, things that as adults we never even thought of. Um, so it's just great to challenge them and to see them rise to the challenge. And, and, and we're every year we're just surprised by that. So, um, I just think a lot of kids are, they're motivated and steam really helps to bring out that motivation and it challenges them and they have to listen to other people. They have to cooperate. Um, and sometimes you'll have tears, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, but they're still coming up with a solution. And so, you know, and with what we have set up, um, they'll be doing some community projects along the way. So that way you're going to get some buy-in from them as well, um, where they can, you know, actually step outside of their school building. And so, again, that's a real world experience, something we haven't really been able to do. So it's pretty exciting for us to be able to do that, to, again, tie that in. Well, and the other part when um, that I think that, this does is this raises the level of expectation from the students too. Like we, you know, we're, they're not just answering questions on a worksheet. They're not just filling out, you know, some type of form or whatever. They, we have higher expectations and they have to use their critical thinking skills. They're going to have to problem solve. They're going to have to put, make connections of all these different things that, we're going to be learning throughout the entire year, school year, to come up with an amazing solution, um, you know, whatever it is. And we're, we, I think that this, what, what they have developed, and I have to give the, the teachers, I, like I may have coached a little bit how we're going to be working through this. What but is your title, coach? I know yes. it is. But they, they are like just, I mean, this team just really collaborated and came up with such amazing things for these students that I, came, I, can, I can't wait. I am so excited some of the things that we're going to be doing and just see this progress. So as a teacher... The teacher in me is so excited to see the students getting excited and the whole process of this going through this. And so I walked into the school year with this team as like, oh, I can't wait to get started. You the know, I hope they team. did too. Right. I know. Dream team. There we go. Well, yep. and we jumped right in. Yes, yes we did. <laughs> okay, it's time to take a little break and talk a little bit more about collective efficacy. So in the book, Collective Efficacy by Jenny Donahue, it states that when teachers are entrusted with the responsibility to make important decisions, they not only form a strong sense of collective efficacy, but they also feel empowered as well. When teachers' voices count in regard to designing curriculum, assessment, and professional learning, efficacy increases. The author also states that time in which to collaborate was an organizational factor found to contribute to increased efficacy. Now back to the podcast. Well, and that's what I would love to talk about a little bit is some of the specifics. I mean, we've sort of talked about, you know, the overview of this, but what are what are some of the neat things you're going to be doing with kids? Maybe the three of you can just sort of expound on some of the things you've planned and maybe aren't haven't really figured all the way out yet well our first topic is just um about their identity they're trying to identify their personal identity so one of the challenges we did was this they made a crest or a um, coat of arms about themselves and 
with that coat of arms, they kind of put on different things that would represent them. And then they had this steam challenge was to build a stand to make their 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 coat of arms stand up. And they could use straws, popsicle sticks, um, note cards. And then like, you know, Tracy was saying, they, the ideas they came up with were amazing. I mean, I had kids even go home and make it a different way and brought it in the next day, showing me another way that they made it stand up. So they assigned themselves homework. They did. And I didn't, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. I it know, was, it was wonderful. Yep. But, you know, some of them made it like your typical like stand that you'll see for a picture frame where it's like the tripod kind of thing. Others made something out of a box where they had slits and in there. And it was just really neat to just see all the different designs that came out of that. So that was exciting. And that was just day one, you know, so that was kind of cool. And we've done several challenges since then. One of the things that we are definitely going to be tying in with the community is trying to bring in, last year we worked on a plastic problem where we said that there's so, so much plastic out there that is not getting properly recycled and where it ends up in the ocean and everything like that. So we had the kids try to solve that. Well, we decided that that probably wasn't the best way to go about that. What we're going to do this year is make it even a further connection with our community and try to engineer um, mats for the homeless, trying to reduce and reuse plastic that way and possibly tying that in with our neighboring um, nursing home, either teaching them or showing them how to do it and have them make it or um, vice versa, helping with the kids as a process. So trying to tie in that community as well. So that's just one of the other projects that will be later on in the year. And we also have like, you know, she brings up a good point. Like we've connected with other community members, you know, besides, um, the nursing home or the assisted living. Um, we've also connected with Boone Shop Museum of Discovery here located in Dayton. Um, they're going to be coming in and we're going to be doing some things that um, all tie in to our master plan, if you want to call it that. Um, and we also have, um, we're going to be working with the Ohio Department of Education. They We're going to be learning, like we're all lifelong learners here, and we're going to see what we can do to make this even better. Um, they have this new um, push to um, help educate teachers and the community about having personalized learning experiences for the students. And so that's going to help us with this plan. So it's not just within our four walls. We're going to be working with the Kettering Land Lab and all these different um, outside resources too. Yeah, and that's really neat that you guys have made that effort to connect with all of those community resources and to realize how many of them are really out there that – can play a part in in you educating your students, which is really cool. So how do you guys stay, because this took a lot of work, how do you guys stay so um, engaged in, in being lifelong learners yourselves so that you can sort of pass that love of learning on to your students? Because this is really awesome. I mean, and it's a lot of work. I'm sitting here looking at this 25-page document. <laughs> what What is it that that's in you guys, maybe individually and as a team, that really inspires you to do this kind of stuff so your students are always learning and getting that STEAM experience every day? I mean, I can say from my point of view, one of the things that just ha- I've always thought about is I want kids to want to come to school. And 
it seems like that's really simple, but it's not. There's a lot of kids that don't want to come to school for a lot of reasons. But I feel like if we are doing fun, engaging things where they are learning um, and they enjoy coming to school every day, that's half the battle. Um, I love it when they're happy and when they give you hugs and they tell you that was so much fun. I really enjoyed that. Or we're sitting there watching them in the cafeteria, you know, be successful working in a group and, you know, engineering something. So for me, it's just that simple. I want them to want to come to school. And then once I've got them here and they're happy, then we can, you know, challenge them and we can make it fun and they can still learn and be pushed and they don't even know that they're doing it at the same time. So of course we might have some bumps in the road, but we always turn those into um, a learning experience with, for the kids, you know, they, we tell them that it's always an opportunity to learn. So well, and Tracy, it's you, just that simple. You're leading into something that um, I wanted to point out is that um, this team has taken a risk. All right, we're ready for another break. And this time, this break, we're going to talk about a blog from William Farader on April, 20, April 7, 2020. He states that researcher John Hattie has shown time and again that nothing has a greater impact on student learning than organizing teachers into collaborative teams and convincing them that if they work together, they can have a positive impact on learning for every student in their classrooms, including those who come from disadvantaged backgrounds and those who have traditionally struggled in schools. Now back to the podcast. Because they could just open up the Wonders book to page one and, you know, Start. and just go through the ELA, whole program. Just and, like everybody else is yep, doing it. And, you know, read the script and do all of this stuff or whatever. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the program because it is a great program. But what they're doing is they're taking a risk by, you know, doing something a little different with it and something that is um, – goes with the STEAM state of mind and research of how to, how students learn the best, you know, best practices. And they've, they've done that. All right, right. Another break. Zubair Talib summarizes the main point from the book, Knowledge Gap, by writing that author, that the author Wexler claims the problems with reading are far upstream and illustrates the challenge by walking through a few examples of elementary school classrooms and how reading is taught. Reading instruction does not suffer from a lack of focus or attention, but is taught painstakingly, systematically, and mechanically, but divorced from content. Reading is taught as a skill. And the extra time and focus placed on this skill has taken time away from teaching history or science. She delves deeper to explain the cognitive science, research, and the history of instruction of reading in this country. All of this suggests her broader point that, A, the achievement gap that surfaces for in high school are manifestations of the poor instruction in the elementary school, and B, Teaching knowledge a key is a key aspect to improve reading comprehension. Now back to the podcast. 
that collaborative effort, I'm interested in hearing with them because hearing from them, um, how did the collaboration that we've been doing the past two years, actually, how has that helped with you guys believing that what you're doing is making the greatest impact for your students? No, I have to say, I love my team. This We have one of the best teams. I really like, because we do work well together. We communicate very well with each other. Um, I think we all have great ideas, and we all have different strengths, and I think we kind of bring that. And that, I think the kids see that. I think they, they see us working together, and they see us as a team. And we've talked about how, you know, maybe this lesson didn't work, and we go back and we fix it. And we don't, It's nobody, okay to fail. Yeah, it is. It's okay. <laughs> like, you know, and that's going to happen every now and then. And we don't have any kind of a blame game or anything like that. We just say, let's try it this way next time. And I think it's just, I don't know, we're very comfortable with each other. I think that helps. Um, and I think it really brings it out in our teaching, and I think it helps with our you know, the things we do in our classrooms. Do you think it's increased your confidence? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely, because like she said, you know, we're, we all have our strengths. We're three completely different people, and so we just learn from each other, and um, you know, sometimes what works in my classroom doesn't work in the other classroom. You know, it's just it's just the way that it is. But we collaborate. We talk how we do things. And um, it I mean, it makes it just makes for, I think, a better classroom environment for the kids as well. So, um, you know, Liz is great at anything to do with um, graphic design. <laughs> if you've seen any of her PowerPoints, you know. Um, so she puts an idea out there together and then JC and I contribute and we change things, adapt things. So, I mean, we, we just, it's just makes it so much easier. You know, you know that you're going to go into the classroom prepared to teach that lesson because we've met, we've discussed, um, we've redesigned ourselves, things that work or don't work. And so it just makes for me wanting to come to work. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? and, and that is, um, I think that that is such an important part of what you just said is that your enthusiasm of showing up for work and being there, getting ready to start for the morning. I think this collaborative effort that we've been doing together um, has helped that. And the students then see that and they're going to increase their enthusiasm and their willingness to be here. And then your confidence that what you're doing is making a big impact on what they're doing. Because I think you guys all believe, and I believe, that what you guys have developed is something that is the best. And it's going to be, these kids are going to be extremely successful. And that's, I mean, teacher efficacy big time right there. All right. And I think, I mean, I, I was watching... JC, you and, and Liz, well, Tracy, you were kind of saying why you guys do this, why you put the effort in, and you guys are shaking your head. So I think part of collaboration, too, is having that kind of common goal, and it could be just as simple as I want kids to want to come to school, which is super cool. And then they go home and give themselves homework and <laughs> make it even no. better. Make it even better. Well, I love it when they go home and tell their family about it right. or other kids will come and say, oh, I heard about what you guys did and I can't wait to do that in fourth grade. I mean, it's just those little things that let you know that they're talking about it. You know, I always say he who teaches learns twice. So when they're going home and telling somebody else about it, they're learning about it again. So it's great that they can explain it. And that's just what you want. It makes all the hard work worthwhile. It really does. And one of the things that we are, you know, these challenges that they're going to be doing and the problem-solving skills and their um, collaboration that they're doing among each other with each other and the communication and all of these things, 
um, just isn't so they're going to be successful for fourth grade. I mean, this is life. You know, these are life skills and these are things, how they approach a problem. And and long term, like we just started a six-month project with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, little do they know. Well, they do, well, know they do it's actually six know it's six months. But I mean, they were like, really, is it that long? And like, yes. Yes, it is. But I mean, and uh, honestly, we don't know what the, the outcome is going to be. We've never done this before. It could be a total flop. And we told the kids that. Like, this could be a total flop of what we're doing. We've never tried I, this before. I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be. Well, look <laughs> we'll at your see. team. Well, look that's true. Team. That's true. I mean, but if it does fail, who cares? We, I mean, we we'll all learn. will learn what it together with the kids. What do we say about STEAM education? That's right. Failure is accepted and... First you know, attempt in learning. First yeah. attempt in learning. Very good. So we have the steam culture state of mind going state on here. So with this start to what's arguably maybe one of the most normal years we've had in two and a half years Amen. and with the excitement of this project and with the great collaboration you guys have, are you are you kind of going into this school year with sort of a different state of mind yourselves? I would say absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. I was very excited to start school. I mean, yeah. very excited this year. I mean, anytime you adopt a new curriculum, I mean, we did this last year. And like we said, we started this last year. It's overwhelming. And it doesn't just happen in a year that you become familiar with it. So to be able to reflect back on last year and then collaborate over the summer for this year, that's that's huge because it just, I mean, there's literally a plan <laughs> for the entire year right there in front of you. So, um, yeah, that's pretty pretty amazing. And we're lucky in Kettering because we have a lot of resources to pull from. I mean, and that is so amazing. So that, that was the other thing. Going through everything that we have available to us was, you know, that took a lot of time. But actually we got to know things a lot better because of the collaboration, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and this – session of a steam state of mind podcast what's exciting is we're not this isn't a one and done with with our dream team here because we're going to revisit you guys i think yep mid-year Great. and toward the end of the year and then we'll know if this worked or not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be exciting mm. for us and for those of you listening to be able to kind of follow this journey and see the neat things you guys are doing with our students here and um also sharing it out with with our other buildings because burn you're in our other buildings and gosh darn if it works here then why not take it somewhere else as well well you know they shared the stream team shared at one of the i have no doubt yeah, the with the uh, some of the professional development at the beginning of the year, and so now I'm getting a lot of questions and a lot of things. Hey, yeah, you know, no pressure, ladies. Hey, no pressure. <laughs> Nobody's watching. But isn't that great? We're spreading yeah. the steam culture. Yeah. I mean, that's just so cool. You know, well, what's I love exciting, it. I think, and I'm sure you guys feel the same way, is that you know, Burn having you as a district wide coach. And you have your hands in so many neat projects to now have teachers at other buildings coming to you and saying, tell us what, what Liz and JC and Tracy are doing over at Oakview because it sounds really neat. I want to know. that. Yes. That's really – isn't that part of the dream you've always had for, oh, for this whole oh STEAM God, yes. and program teachers, in our buildings? Well, and, and I just – I want teachers to have – to understand that, you know – STEAM is not a science curriculum. 
like, you know, trying all that misconceptions that we talked about at the one of our very first podcasts, all these misconceptions, I feel like these misconceptions are being squashed Mm -hmm. and people are starting to understand that it really education can be a part of everything, everything. you do every day. Yeah. And the problem solving and the focus on things, because research will tell you that, you know, there's this book out there called The Knowledge Gap. And basically, it's a, it's an amazing book. If you haven't read it, it's a great book that, you know, approaching having kids, the best way for kids to learn is to actually be involved, more involved in the sciences and the social studies and have problems to solve you know, allowing them to be engaged in their thinking. And this is what we're doing here. So I'm really excited. It's very exciting. Thanks, guys, for sharing that with us. You're welcome. And as as we always do, Coach Schwederman, we have a question. This one actually comes from one of our employees, Donna Potter. She happened to run into you here at Oakview when she was over here helping out this afternoon. Yes. So what are some of the STEAM things happening in Kettering? And how do you come up with these ideas? Well, so Donna and I had a nice conversation and she was like, well, what are some of these things? You know, like I keep hearing about, oh yeah, we're doing steam with burn or we're doing blah, blah, blah. And so I was, it was kind of hard to answer her question at that moment in time because there's so much going on. But what I really, the thing that I like, just like what we just shared here today is that I don't come up with it. It is the teachers. It's what they're passionate about because what we do here at Oakview may not, you know, with this dream team that we have here, you just can't pick it up and hand it to another teacher and say, okay, there you go, you know, because their passion or their, what they, it may not fit them and it may not fit their school. It may not whatever. And so you have to find what did, what are they passionate about? What do they want to do? Where are they in like, you know, because if the teacher's not excited, if they don't have a high level of teacher efficacy, it's not, you know, Hattie will tell you that's the number one thing. And so, you know, trying, that's what I try to really do as a coach is to do things that the teacher is highly interested in what they want to do. Um, I might guide them in a certain way, but, you know, like it just, you know, try to get them to understand what a STEAM culture is all about. And that integrated piece, that integration is so important. And so I'm just going to give a couple of examples so you know some of the STEAM things that are going on. Um, so like at, um, at one of the elementary schools, um, the entire school is taking on a Lego theme. And how did that come about is because their secretary is huge with Lego. And all she does, I mean, she brings in these, her desk is all the Lego pieces, stuff like that. And the kids are curious about it and they're interested in about it. Somehow this Lego interest at, at this school took off. And so the principal and I met with the counselor and some of the team, they're like, okay, what can we do? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, what are you guys interested in? And that's how the Lego, and now the entire school has adopted this Lego theme. And we are working with the counselor to do SEL lessons with the kids. Each We're working with the Dane Brick Shop. Um, we're working with Boone Shop with them too, doing Lego robotics. And um, each grade level is going to be having a Lego day every week. And it, it's just really cool. But it all came with what the school was interested in, you know. We had another school that um, really, like, they had a lot of people who were interested in developing gardens. 
And so that's what the school focused on. We have a partnership with um, the Kettering Trader Joe's, and they engineer gardens, and every grade level participates in gardens. We have another school that they wanted to um, like do more with getting the kids engaged outside of their little community. Like they have, they felt like um, they wanted their kids to see more of what's out there. And so we were talking about, well, how can we get the kids to see more? And somebody brought, one of the teachers brought up drones and that's how we got involved. Then I took that idea and I was like, you guys are all interested in drones. And because they, I could see their excitement when they started talking about drones. And so we're focused on that school with drones and we partnered up. I found somebody local, a business local that, um, you know, does a lot with drones and mapping and all of this stuff. And so we have the Woolport company and we're doing drones over there. Every grade level is going to do something with a drone. And so those are the things. So what are the things we're doing? Well, we're doing something different at every school. Yeah, which is great. And it's a lot. It's an end. And it's hard for me to keep track of eight elementary schools and exactly like, ah, you know, but it, it's so exciting. I, I can't, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get to, you know, whatever. This is going to be so whatever cool. Whatever we're going to be doing. Whatever I'm going to be doing, the thing that we're doing. But it's all developing that STEAM culture and Kettering's really catching on and- yeah. We have a dream team in front of us that is really doing it. And well, and I'm proud of you for um, that entire portion of talking about Lego. You <laughs> stuck with the fact that Lego, we learned in a podcast last year. We did, didn't is we? singular and plural. There is oh. no S on Lego, ah. ever. Yeah, so, we did. We did a job, podcast Bern. with me. I know. Way to go. Oh, did nice. I? I didn't say Legos. No, at all. you did. You said Lego the whole time. I have been so, working really on that. You. All right. So. Anyways, but Carrie, this is a great first podcast, and I can't wait to visit these people like in the first of January and then at the end of the year. Yeah. See how it's going, our failures and successes. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be great. So great. All right. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks, Burn. Until next time. All right. I'll see you later, Carrie.